We'd like to welcome everybody into God's house this morning. And uh, it's exciting to be here again this morning. Exciting to see everybody that's come. We appreciate the revival that God's giving us and the uh, good services we've been having and the good crowds we've been having and uh, a lot of visitors. <clears throat> we got a number of visitors this morning, got another good crowd. Uh, got some people that's uh, never been here before that's here this morning. And so whoever you are, whatever your situation is, we thank God that you're here this morning. We thank God for Lima Church that you're here. And we thank God for every visitor that's come to be with us. And uh, we just it's just amazing. It just blesses our hearts. And uh, we got so much uh, on our hearts we're praying about. We want to see people get saved this morning and see people rededicate this morning. And we want to see people do whatever God gives them to do this morning. And I have a scripture I'd like to read uh, from uh, the book of James. And uh, I want you to really... Uh, pray real hard for me. Let me see if I can find it. Uh, I thought I had it marked, but uh, having trouble finding it. Uh, maybe I'll read it later. Let's just stand. I'll have prayer. As we pray. Precious Heavenly Father, thank you, Lord, for letting us be in your house this morning. God, thank you for Sunday school. Thank you for what we felt, God, your great spirit and what we learned in Sunday school. We appreciate it, Lord. God, thank you for each one that's here and all the visitors that's come. And uh, God, what a blessing that you are to us and the revival that you're giving us. Uh, God, I just pray this morning that you just help us and bless us, give us the meeting we need to have. Uh, God, help us to just uh, get in the center of your will. And Lord, we ask you these things and we praise you in Jesus' name. Amen. And we'll turn over to Paul. Go ahead.
page 
page 10. Page 10.
Amen. Thank the Lord for the good singing. Thank the Lord for being able to feel heaven move this morning already. And uh, now I want to share those scriptures with you. I had a scripture on my heart uh, to read in the book of James, uh, chapter 4, uh, verse 7. But God wanted me to add a verse to that from the book of Romans. So he's given me that. So I'll start that way. In the book of Romans, chapter 7 and verse 21. Now, this is Apostle Paul that's writing this, great man of God. Uh, he wrote most of the books in the New Testament. Great preacher of the gospel. Here's what he said. He said, I find in a law that when I would do good, evil is present with me. Great man of God felt that way. Yeah, he did. Why? Because he was human. Now, and here's my point. If you're waiting till you just feel like everything is smooth, nothing's against you, and everything's going great, and you've got all your issues settled, everything's just real calm, and then, then's when I'm going to move for the Lord. I suggest you'll never move if that's what you're waiting on. Well, what should you do then? Well, here in chapter 4 in the book of James, at verse 7, submit yourselves therefore to God. Resist the devil and he will flee from you. See, this is a battle. So let me read that again. Submit yourselves therefore to God. Resist the devil and he will flee from you. Draw nigh to God. Preacher, can we do that? Yeah, God said you could. Draw nigh to God and he will draw nigh to you. Cleanse your hands, ye sinners, and purify your hearts, O double-minded. I'm telling you what, uh, there's a host of people I've got a burden for, and I know God's calling. I thank God for the one that got saved last night and the two that renewed up, and I thank God for all he's been calling, and I feel like this morning uh, that uh, God's ready to do a great harvest if people will just obey the Lord. Let's all just stand up. Uh, everybody's got an unspoken request this morning. Raise your hand. If you've got a prayer request on your heart, just say what that is or a testimony. Uh, follow the Lord this morning. Amen. Remember that. Remember that. Anybody else? Let's pray for this service this morning. Uh, pray for people who have spiritual needs in their life. Uh, I believe there's many here, and I'm not trying to be judgmental. I'm just going by the burden that I've got that God's given me, and I praise God that God, God's still able to save. He's still able to forgive. And God's, he's been blessing this revival with great spirit. I believe he's going to do that this morning. But we need to pray from the depths of our heart for God to speak powerfully uh, to people that are here. And again, when God speaks to you, uh, there will be a battle there. The devil will try to talk you out of coming to the altar. But I want to ask you to do what, what uh, James said there, submit yourself to the Lord. And he didn't put it in these words. But submit yourself to the Lord and come on. Draw nigh to God. So anybody else got something before we pray? Yeah. yeah. Thank God that there's a place where I've got a happy place. Amen. No matter what the world has around me going on. That's right, brother. I can brother. go to my happy place and I can talk to the one that made me happy. Amen. And if there's somebody here this morning that don't have a happy place, yeah. get it. Amen. It's the best thing in the world. 
Amen. Thank God for that testimony, and, and I've probably already said it, but thank God for the choir singing this morning. Amen. Somebody else got something on your heart before we pray? Please obey the Lord this morning. All right, remember that prayer request. Pray for this church. Continue to pray for Brother Cooper. We thank God for him. God's using him. He needs our prayers. And you notice he said last night, he said, uh, I need you. He said He said this. He said, I heard preachers say, I'm going to preach for you, pray or not, something like that. He said, that's not me. He said, we're in this together. I need you. And we're part of this. And he said, if I'm going to do anything, I need the church. And so, amen. I, I like to say amen to that. So let's, let's just pray and give it everything we've got this morning. Anybody else? Let's purpose right now, if we haven't already purposed, let's purpose right now to do everything God gives us this morning with God's help. Okay, anything else before we pray? If not, I'm going to ask Blaine to lead us. feel like singing this morning. God's laid a song on your heart. If you need to sing, well, please do that. Just follow the Lord. Anybody? Mighty good to be here. I'll, I'll pause just a moment. Just, let's pray for them. Pray while they come. And everybody obey the Lord.
listen to these words. I don't need fortune. I don't need fame. I don't really care if anyone ever knows my name. Cause I know Jesus. And Jesus knows me.
appreciate Hayden coming praying. He's just not totally satisfied, and we want him to be totally 100% satisfied. And uh, that's, that's all it'll do the job, just wholehearted. But I'm proud of him. I thank him for coming. Anybody want to say anything? I appreciate God calling. Praise God. I appreciate that singing. Anybody want to say anything? You're welcome. All right, anybody else feel like singing? Let's pray for them. Pray for them while they keep singing. I'd hear the gospel preached uh, my whole life. I heard it like Blaine talked about in Sunday school this morning. I heard it with my my natural ears. But that woman at Samaria said it, and Blaine said it this morning in Sunday school. Never, ever had a man spake or spoke like Jesus. And uh, I remember when I heard that call. I didn't want to get saved because of all the blessings and everything that would come with being saved. I wanted to get saved because I was scared for my soul. Amen. But I'll tell you what, if you're scared for your soul this morning, you ought to get saved. Amen. But you can't imagine the blessings that comes with being Amen. saved and being in church for the Lord. Yes, sir. I am going to a city streets are paved with gold where the angels are singing and the half has not been told where my
that lost sinner as we've good singing, good spirit here, and thank God for the good move, and it's blessed our hearts, and we can keep praying, I, unless somebody's got something really pressing on them, I think it's a good time to turn over to the preacher, and uh, folks, let's, let's really, really pray for Cooper as he comes, and let's just give everything in our hearts to this service, for Cooper. back this morning thankful for the services we've had thankful for this service um, and everything that's been said and done uh, as the choir sang this morning they sang that song because he loved me and I voiced to my family and to my friends I said I want that at my funeral and uh, the reason I say that is there is nothing else to say at the end of my life other than because he loved me God let that be my story let that be my song that you love me and you love me enough to save me Appreciate getting to be here this morning. Um, been wrestling with this message all week. I'll be honest with you. I've been excited about it. I told some folks, I said, I'm excited, looking forward to it. But I don't think I'm going to get to use it till later in the middle of a revival. And God's going to let me use it this morning. So you pray. If you're here and lost, I want to let you know there's hope in Jesus Christ. You may feel like you're hopeless. You may feel like you don't have any help. There's hope in Him. Thankful to be here. Isaiah chapter number 28 this morning. Verse 14. Isaiah chapter number 28 and verse 14. Isaiah 28 and 14 says, Wherefore hear the word of the Lord, ye scornful men that rule this people which is in Jerusalem. Because ye have said, we have made a covenant with death, and with hell are we at agreement. When the overflowing scourge shall pass through it, shall not come unto us, for we have made lies in our refuge, and under falsehood have we hid ourselves. 
Therefore thus saith the Lord God, Behold, I lay in Zion for a foundation, a stone, a tried stone, a precious cornerstone, a sure foundation. He that believeth shall not make haste. Judgment also will I lay to the line, and righteousness to the plummet, and the hail shall sweep away the refuge of lies, and the water shall overflow the hiding place. Listen to this verse. And your covenant with death shall be disannulled, and your agreement with hell shall not stand. When the overflowing sword shall pass through, then he shall be trodden down by it. So you pray this morning. I want to encourage you. Don't give up. Let's keep praying. There's still something here. Don't give up now. I beg of you. But as we begin, I begin to think about this. And if I could give you a title, a subject, an idea, it would be a covenant with death. And I begin to look, begin to read this. And I was studying the other night and came across this scripture and began to look. And first it starts off. And he starts off, I'll say, with a pretty important statement. He says, Wherefore, hear the word of the Lord, ye men of Jerusalem. And I, I want to say this morning, can I beg of you, just hearken unto the word of the Lord as God is, I believe, going to speak so mightily. And I believe He's already dealing, already speaking. Hear the word of the Lord. This morning, I want to ask you of that, but he begins to talk to him, begins to tell him. He said, Because ye have said, We have made a covenant with death and with hell, we are at agreement. I want to say today that that is not just those men he's talking to, but that is each and every one of us. We have at some point found ourselves at a place where we are at a covenant with death, we are at an agreement with hell. Preacher, what do you mean? Adam and Eve were in the garden, and he told them, Don't eat of the tree of the fruit of knowledge of good and evil, and they took and they decided to eat of that tree. And they entered into that death covenant. Can I say that this morning? They entered into death and we were bound for hell from that moment. Well, preacher, how could God cast their wrongdoing onto me? Understand this morning, each and every one of us has sat in our innocence and we have chosen sin. We have chosen to go contrary to God. You have entered into that death covenant yourself. That is not exclusive to Adam and Eve. That is each and every one of us. We find ourselves in that place. We find ourselves in that death covenant. Preacher, what do you mean? when you say we are at an agreement with hell I'm saying this morning I have no other place to go I had no other place to go let me say that I was at an agreement with hell because it was the only place that when this life is over it was the only place that I had to go to I was in an agreement I had entered into an agreement a covenant with death and each and every one of us has done that we call that being lost He goes on a little bit further. He says, When the overflowing scorch shall pass through it, shall not come unto us. For we had made lies our refuge, and under falsehood we have hid ourselves. He was talking to these men of Jerusalem, these super religious men, and he was telling him, you've made a covenant with death. You've made an agreement with hell. Each and every one of us has, but he began to look at them, and he said, when the overflowing scourge shall pass through, he said, you've made lies your refuge, and you've made falsehood. You've hid yourself under falsehoods. Can I encourage you of something this morning? There is nothing in this world that you can make your refuge aside from one thing. There is nothing in this world. Religion will not work this morning. I want you to know that. Church men Membership is not something that you can hide behind to get out of an agreement or a covenant with hell. I want to remind you this morning that there is nothing but the blood of Jesus that we can find refuge in. He began to look at them and he said, you've hid in your refuge of lies and when the overflowing scourge shall pass through, it'll expose them. What does that mean? When the Word of God becomes evident, when the preached Word is there, the overflowing scourge passes through and what does it do? It exposes 
is the refuge of lies that we have hidden ourselves in, friends. When judgment is executed in the house of the Lord, I'm thankful for it. Why? Because there was a time and place as a six-year-old boy when I was in a covenant with death and I was at agreement with hell. Friend, and the overflowing scores passed through and it exposed the refuge of lies that I had hidden myself in. It exposed the falsehood and let me know there was only one way to get out of my agreement with hell. There was only one way to get out of my covenant with death and I'm thankful for that. I don't know what you're hiding behind this morning, but it won't cut it. Preacher daddy's a deacon, won't cut it. Listen, like grandpa was a preacher, won't cut it. It's going to take something real special this morning to get you out of your agreement with hell. He said, Wherefore thus saith the Lord God, Behold, I lay in Zion for a foundation, a stone, a tried stone, a precious cornerstone, a sure foundation. He that believeth shall not make haste. He, he looks, he says, I lay in Zion. I lay in Zion. Can I inform you this morning? I, this is just my opinion. I believe that's a picture of the grand old church. Do you know why? He said, I lay in Zion. Do you know what you find at the center of the grand old church? I'm not talking about Lima Missionary Baptist. I'm talking about the church. I'm talking about the mother. I am talking about in the middle of the grand old church. Do you know what you'll find? Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. You'll find that old cornerstone on which we're built, friend. I've seen you do this, I've seen you do that. Can I encourage you with something this morning? If you're trying to build on something other than the chief cornerstone, you're going to surely crumble and that foundation will begin to fall. Jesus looked at Peter and he said, Behold, upon this rock I will build my church. Many will look at that and say that Peter was the start of the church. That's not true. I want you to know that. Jesus was looking from God's direction and saying, Upon this rock I will build my church. We are founded on Jesus Christ Himself. Can I say there is nothing else to build on this morning. There is nothing else that will get you there. But I'm glad today to know that I am rooted in the very rock that formed the world around you and I. I'm glad to know that when the overflowing scourge passes through, I don't have to question where I'm at with Him, but I know that I am rooted in the rock today. And I'm glad to know that when the storms of life pass by, I don't have to worry because I'm on a firm and solid foundation. He is the rock of ages. He looked at him. He said, you're not going to be able to hide yourself behind falsehoods. But behold, I lay in Zion a foundation, a chief cornerstone. Judgment also will I lay to the line and righteousness to the plummet. And hell shall sweep away the refuge of lies. And the water shall overflow the hiding place. I talked about this a little bit already. But judgment today is when the word of the Lord is executed. I believe that he said that He is judging now. I, I want to encourage you this morning, when the Word of God is preached, it will expose whatever you're hiding behind. You can hide from me. You can hide from Terry. You can hide from the church. But you will not hide from Him. Well, preacher, what does that mean for me? That means your covenant with hell, your agreement with hell, and your covenant with death has not been disannulled yet. That means you're still in agreement. Do you know what that means this morning? You're still bound for a devil's hell just the same as you were. But can I give you some hope in this story? Can I give you the good part this morning? That does not have to be the end. He looked at him and he said, Your covenant with death shall be disannulled. Can I take you to a time and place where as a six-year-old boy, I was in a real bad spot, lost and undone. I was in a covenant with death. I was in agreement with hell. But the gospel pricked my heart and told me, 
that there was a Savior that had come about 2,000 years ago and died a lonely death and that I did not have to go to hell anymore. I wasn't in agreement with hell. I wasn't that agreement, but now my agreement has been disannulled. I don't have to worry about it anymore. It's forgotten. It's forgiven. I'm not going to hell anymore. I'm heaven bound. One of these days I'm going to step off on that beautiful shore. I don't have to worry about the troubles of life because one of these days they're going to end and I'm going to see my Savior face to face, eye to eye, and I'm glad to know that I've got that hope. Do you remember the time and place when you got your covenant disannulled? Well, preacher, what happened? I entered into a different covenant. Now, I'm in the covenant of eternal life. Blaine is a six-year-old boy. Death got swallowed up in victory. As I came lost, I left saved. I didn't have anywhere to run to, but then I got the rock in my life. I was bound for hell. Now I'm bound for heaven in the moment. In the twinkling of an eye, I'm going to land safely on heaven's shore. In heaven's courtroom now, I like to think about it like this. If Satan wants to bring a charge against me, I thought about that song this morning. It's under the blood. Oh, praise his dear name. I'm not what I used to be. My life has been changed. Everything that I had ever done, everything that I was doing, everything that I would ever do was washed in the blood in my agreement, my covenant, my standstill with hell was wiped away and now I don't have to go to that place anymore. Can I encourage you this morning if the Word of God has executed judgment and showed you that you are at an agreement, you are in a covenant with hell, it'd be a good time to get that disannulled as Jesus is standing back offering it to you this morning. You better get it. I'm going to be coming to a close very shortly. If you can't remember a time when your covenant got disannulled, you need to get one. Preacher, what's the importance of that? If you die, hear me, if you die at an agreement with hell and a covenant with death, that means you're going to hell. I don't want that for you. How about it this morning? Come and get a song. I'm, I'm, I'm done. Stand with us. Terry, come and help us. As I believe God has executed judgment this morning and showed some people where they stand, I'm glad that He's willing to disannul. He's willing to wipe it away, your covenant with death and your agreement with hell. How about it this morning? As they get ready to get a song, I want to ask you, if you've not been saved, you've not left that agreement, you've not left that covenant, why would you waste that opportunity now? Why, why would you waste the time? As everyone's here, everyone's waiting, Jesus is standing, saying, I'm willing to take your wrongdoing and wipe it away. Well, preacher, are you judging me? Are you saying I'm a bad person? I'm not pointing my finger at you. The Bible says there is none righteous, no, not one. Even after each and every one of us this morning, I believe, and I mean this in a loving way, we're rotten to the core. Well, what do you mean? We're all sinners 
The only difference if you are not saved is I'm a sinner saved by God's grace. You can have that. Sing when you're ready. Will you get it disannulled this morning? Will you get it wiped away? Will you find out that you're heaven bound and no longer bound for hell? As God is speaking, God's dealing, letting someone know where He stands with them. Be a good time to find Him. Be a good time to get Him this morning. You better find Him now. We're going to delay and never get additional, friend, and it's going to carry you to hell. I'm glad I don't have to worry about where I'm going anymore. Heed the warning. Heed it this morning as God is speaking. Heed your warning. Your warning is right here, right now. God's saying you're in an agreement. You're in a covenant with death. It's time you get it disannulled. It's time you get it wiped away. I'm glad I'm prepared. about it this morning. How long are you going to wait? You're going to tarry too long this morning. I want you to know that. You're going to wait too long in one of these days, like the rich man, you're going to lift your eyes in hell and realize you missed your opportunity. You missed your circumstance. You missed the, the opportunity to get that dish in old. God's given you the opportunity. God's given you the grace this morning to get it wiped away. Get it wiped away. Somebody needs to come. Come on. Obey the Lord. God's here. He's calling. Amen. Thank God for the gospel. Thank God for His Holy Spirit that's moving and reaching out and touching people's hearts. I want to say just a few words, and I'm going to ask him to sing again. Uh, Cooper preached about you can't depend on your ancestors or your family. When I was a lost boy, it crossed my mind when God began to speak to me. I thought, well, Daddy's a deacon. Mom's a good Christian woman. Blaine taught about it in Sunday school. He taught about uh, the woman at the well, the Samaritan woman. When Jesus began to talk to her, she wanted to depend on her ancestor, Jacob. Jacob was a great man. He'd give them the well that was there. She also spoke about a place that they went to worship. She was religious. But Jesus talked to her very plainly, and she didn't have the living water. Well, I praise God that I got the living water one time. I praise God that I got what uh, Cooper's been preaching about this morning. Listen. If you're here today, uh, whatever your family's done or not done or you've done or not done, we all come down to a place where we need to be born again. You can have good folks 
or you could be raised in an evil atmosphere. It's all the same. We've all sinned and come short of the glory of God. And what Cooper was preaching about, uh, the shed blood of Jesus, that's what gets us in. And I praise God that it does. Now, two things I want to say to you today, and uh, Cooper's already preached about it, but I just want to say amen to it and want to tell you this. If you're here and you're saved, and you're not really where you need to be in your service to God. Let me, let me, I need to share this. God just put this on my heart. When I was a young man, I quit coming to church like I ought to. I had other things on my mind. Other things I was going to do. I, I've been to church plenty. I'm just going to go do my thing for a while. Well, I wasn't satisfied doing my thing and not coming to church. And when I come back to church... And I thought, well, I'll kind of slide back in there. I'll, I'll start going again. Well, I started coming to church again. That was good to a point. But something was still missing. I wasn't where I needed to be with God. I'd miss church a lot and put God in the background a lot. And uh, I'd not let my light shine. I hadn't done any evil, ungodly things. But I just had put God off and I wasn't following him. I had something wrong inside in my, in my heart, in my life. And so finally, I come to the altar, and I prayed, and God forgive me. And I got up and told the church, I said, church, I haven't been living for the Lord. I haven't been doing what I'm supposed to. And I, I've come and asked God to forgive me, and he has. And I said, church, I'd like for you to forgive me. If you're here this morning, and that sounds like a picture of your life, I would beg you uh, to come and get things fixed and repent and apologize to the church where you can have power with God again. We need to have power with God. And boy, I'm telling you, God's a powerful God. He wants to use us, but we got to be in a place to be used. So those two things, if you're out of fellowship with God, you need to move. I want to beg you to come and pray. Don't be ashamed of it. Be proud that God will let you come. And if you're lost, oh my, 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 one more time. If you're lost, you need to get saved. Boy, that's a powerful message that Cooper just preached that God gave him. So sing again when you get ready. Everybody that needs to come. And, and if I didn't mention your case, come anyway if God's calling you. While God's calling, while we sing, please come. Please come. How about obeying the Lord? How about letting God have his way in your life? How about doing what we need to do to have the revival that God's wanting to give us and we need to have? Boy, I praise God for this revival. This is a good revival. Well, preacher, how can it be better if more of us obeys the Lord? Everyone that obeys God, it helps that much more. If you've not been saved, you're on your way to hell. That's what he preached about, the covenant with death. The covenant with hell. You can be a pretty good person. You can be a real good person and still die and go to hell. How do you keep from it? Get born again. Get saved. Come to Jesus. And oh my, I keep coming back to this. God won't let me get away from it. If you're here and you've been saved, and you just kind of put God on the back burner. You've been kind of uh, ignoring him for the most part. Uh, going on with life. It's time that you put God back in first place. Put him at the top of things. Obey the Lord.
Somebody else needs to come today. Boy, I, I appreciate that move that we've had already. That really stirred my heart. But there's other things needs to happen today. When I would do good, evil is present with me. That's what I read a while ago. The devil will fight you. He'll say, don't, don't go right now. Don't move right now. What do people think? Don't do this. Don't do that. I'm telling you, if you're not where God wants you to be, if you can't feel the, the freeness and the goodness and the power of God and the joy in your soul, something's wrong. It's not with God. This is a personal relationship. Please come. Got something else? Please come. Amen. 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 Appreciate it. Obey the Lord. Thankful for this that's come. There's others need to come, I'm sure. Please come. Amen. Amen. Please obey the Lord. Yeah, man. Help him, Lord. Help him, God. Bless him, Lord. Help him. Help him, Lord. Amen. Amen. You can lose all your guilty stains. Amen. Somebody else needs to come. Come on. While he's praying, while we're praying with him and for him, whoever else needs to come, come on. You know you need to come when God's calling. The devil says, no, that's not God. But deep down, we know when God's calling. Come on. say and that's okay and uh, we're going to get another song just a minute but right now with heads bowed 
and eyes closed. And uh, I want you to think about this. And I mentioned this the other day, and I'll explain it again. I've watched on live stream, and when when I do this, they move the picture, the recording. They move it up here, so this is this is not on you. The recording's not on the congregation. It's up this way. So it's, that's why, with heads bowed and eyes closed, and this can kind of be kind of private. As we talk, kind of private. I want I want to ask you some questions. If you're here today and you're struggling and, and you're just having such a hard time, and sometimes we'll say, I just can't do it. I, there's just no way out. And I understand that. I've felt that way before. But when I finally came face to face with the total reality, I found there was no way out in me by myself. But God's my way out. And that's just like Cooper preached this morning. Uh, we can be bound up in things that's bigger than us. But when God comes through, he can change everything. He changed it when I got saved. And then when I've been out of fellowship after I was saved, God come through and forgive me. So I want to get to the point here. If you're here today and you're not where you need to be with God, uh, think about this. Pray about this. Look deep inside. I'm not sure if I'll ask for a hand raise today, and I usually do, but I just need to talk to you like this for just a minute. Look deep inside. If I'm not where I need to be with the Lord, whoso trusteth the Lord, happy is he. That doesn't mean we won't have troubles, but it means we can be happy with God's help in spite of all the troubles. Now, if you're here today and you're not saved, you need to get saved. If you're here today and you're not in fellowship with God, you need to repent and get in fellowship. Okay, raise your heads up and open your eyes. That's as far as I need to go. Sing us that song when you're ready. God's calling some folks today. I, well, I can feel it. And while we sing, I want to beg of you to come. Please come. I can't quite hear you. Okay, I didn't know where you was at. Go ahead. Have a fancy car, brand new house that shines by fall. You may live to be a hundred years old. Amen. But if you have not been saved. Amen. Come on. Come. With the Come, grave. children. But I want us to Just be step out together in heaven. Amen. I want us to be together in heaven. Amen. I want to walk. Down the streets of pure gold I want to run Through the fields of green Amen. Amen. See the mansions Smell the flowers Hear the singing 
It's flowers, see yeah. the gentle rivers flowing, feel the gentle yeah. breezes blowing. Amen. I want us to be together in heaven. Amen. You may be a millionaire. Please come. Wearing clothes Boy, you can feel God calling. beyond compare. Come on. Whatever you, you need to do, do it. Whatever it is, the best obey the money. Lord. Come on. Can Please come. Do you want to help somebody? Let me talk to us Christians. Do you want to help your family? Then Do you want to help your friends? Then get in. We got to get help before we can give help. We got to be in fellowship before we can let our light shine. Please come. Do you have somebody that you're interested in seeing them get saved or get in church? Then be a light to them. Live for the Lord with your whole heart. Please obey the Lord. Please obey the Lord. And if you're lost, seek the Lord. Seek Him and you'll find Him. Come to Him while He's near. Obey the Lord. Come. See the gentle rivers flowing. Please come. Feel the gentle breezes blowing. Amen. I want us to be together in heaven. Amen. What's well, good song? Good song. All right. Let's pray. Pray for God. Go ahead and sing. Got somebody coming to pray. Give us. Pray. Yeah, right. I need your prayers. Um, I know that uh, most everyone here knows that my husband has had. He had lymphoma last year, and uh, he went through treatments and all that, and uh, and it came out good as far as medically so far. It's good, but you know we don't know what's going to happen tomorrow. He has lymphoma, and it could still come back. But he's okay. He's ready to go, and I'm ready to go to heaven. It's been a rough year, but. We're thankful that we're here, but we don't know what's going to happen tomorrow. He could get it back. I could get sick. You could get sick. Anything can happen. But if you have God in your life, then it's going to be okay. We're going to be all right. We're going to heaven, and everything's going to be all right. I know most everybody knows this song. Just help me sing it. It's on my heart this morning. Tomorrow, I 
Somebody else needs to come, come. Mind the Lord. Be my fortune, be it through the flame or flood. But his presence goes before me, and I'm covered by the blood. that good song. I appreciate the good move. I appreciate the young lady that came forward and prayed. And uh, she didn't uh, want to say anything in front of anybody. And I asked her if it's okay if I share with her what she and I talked about at the altar. And she said, that's fine. So I, I was able to do that. And I will say this. I really felt the Lord in her. I appreciate her move. And uh, I asked her if she'd been saved. She said, yeah, I've been saved. Uh, before she come today, she'd been saved back a ways. She said, but I just hadn't been living for the Lord. And she said, I just felt like coming and asking God to forgive me. And, uh, boy, I'm telling you, when she said that, I could feel it. And I can even feel it and retell it. And, sis, I'm proud of you, and I thank God for you. And you, you made a great move today. It not only helped you, but it's helping all of us. And praise God. I'm glad that's the way it works. Okay. Anybody else got something on your heart you feel like saying? Good to be here today. Anything else before we have the announcements? Not be seated for a little bit and we'll turn over to the announcements. three ordination services uh, I want to tell you about. Uh, the first one we've been announcing, it's down at Mount Washington Missionary Baptist Church, which is uh, where Tim Jones is the pastor. That'll be this coming Saturday, March the 25th. Uh, they're ordaining uh, three men uh, into the ministry, and uh, they want the council to be there at noon and uh, the ordination service will start then, I guess, at 1. But the uh, uh, ordained council, they'd like to be there at noon, which would mean if you're planning on leaving here that morning, you probably need to leave here by at least 8 o'clock. Uh, and then uh, if you don't hit any bad traffic, you can be there in time for that. So if, if any anybody's interested in going to that, reach out to Dad, talk to him. I know he's planning to go to that. Um, so if there's a group that are wanting to go, you can discuss uh, travel for that. We've got an invitation from Providence Missionary Baptist Church down in Harrogate. They are having an ordination service on April the 29th, which is a Saturday. They're ordaining Todd Helton as a deacon. 
service will begin at 6 o'clock, and they want the uh, ordination council to be there at 5 o'clock. Uh, so we'll announce that again as that gets closer. And Pewson Chapel Missionary Baptist Church uh, in Pineville, Kentucky, is having an ordination on Saturday, April the 22nd. They want the ordained men there at 5.30, and the service will start at 6. And they are, they are ordaining Brother Harve Ledford into the ministry. So remember all those, uh, and we'll announce those last two again. I have a couple announcements. One is for the church directory. Um, as you know, there's a table out by the nursery um, with all the photo pages on it and your names and addresses. If you haven't got a chance to look at that to make corrections or initial that it is all correct, please do that. If you think it needs some changes, you need to write those changes down on that paper so that I can make the changes. We are mailing that out for the final copy tomorrow. Um, so if you owe money or if you need to make changes, please get with me before this evening. I'm going to be stopping here tomorrow to make all the notes and then send it out in the mail. Um, and the second announcement is for young adults. That'll be this coming Saturday, the 25th at 6 p.m. at our house. Um, and everybody's welcome. Okay, it's... We're going to try this again. We're going to have a breakfast April the 15th in the fellowship hall, and that's on a Saturday, and it's from 8 to 11. Um, we're going to try it. If we have a lot of participation, we might try some more, but um, we just we haven't had in the past, so let's just hope everybody comes out and pray about it. We're going to be having our, Terry announces on Friday, but we're going to be having our youth service um, here on April the 15th. That's going to start at 4 o'clock, uh, and then we're going to have pizza served afterwards and fellowship out in the uh, fellowship hall. And then, excuse me, <coughs> and then Samaria is having a youth service. Uh, that's where Brother Jordan Martin is the pastor. He's going to be having a youth service there, and that's going to be on the 22nd of April. There might be a correction on that. I'll let him take care of that. I was looking over the events that are going to take place, and as I was looking at them, I realized that uh, uh, the youth service that uh, we were talking about having on the uh, 22nd, or they were talking about having down at uh, Samaria, that's going to be on the same Saturday that the revival's going on over at Lighthouse. Lighthouse is having a revival 21st, 22nd, 23rd, uh, that's where Brother Chris Page is a pastor, and Trey Brock will be in revival. Or so I, I text Jordan this morning, and uh, he said, "Oh, he said I don't want to have it on the same day." He said, "I'm going to get a hold of Neil and see if we can change it to the 29th. Did he get a hold of anybody? That's going to work, okay." And so uh, that youth service, uh, and of course, uh, there was no way Jeremy could have known about that. But uh, that youth service at Samaria, it's going to be on the 29th. Of course, you might say, well, preacher, you changed it, and it's off of this revival up here, but it's on the same day as the ordination down in Kentucky. We can't help it. <laughs> but uh, anyway, I think it'll, it'll be better for us up here for uh, close proximity. And so uh, remember our youth service. Uh, remember uh, the revival at Lighthouse. Uh, remember the youth service uh, down at uh, Samaria. And uh, 
the folks at Samaria are like us. They're really excited about having that youth service. They're really excited about having uh, Brother Neil preach for them down there. They really got on their heart. And they talked about how God blessed him when he was down there before. Now, let me make this clear about the youth service. When we have our youth service on the 15th at 4 o'clock, that's not only for young people. It's for all ages. Well, why do you call it a youth service? Well, because we focus on them and we honor them and uh, we're encouraging them. Uh, but I'm telling you what, I'm planning on coming to that youth service. So, you know, if you're not more than 25 years older than me, you can come too. And uh, so I'd put you a little over 100. But uh, anyway, so now I bet everybody remembers now that it's to all ages. And so... Uh, please do and please pray. And pray for service tonight. I'm looking forward to revival time tonight at 6 o'clock. And uh, it was suggested this morning, and I talked to a bunch of people, and they said they felt like that would be fine, that we uh, tonight for our uh, eating time after service is over, instead of everybody having to cook, uh, we're going to have pizza tonight. And so if you already got something cooked, you want to bring it, that's fine. We'll probably eat it anyway. But uh, uh, we're going to have pizza tonight. So. Uh, after service, we'll have a food and fellowship time in the fellowship hall with pizza. I'm looking forward to service time tonight. Uh, this service today has been a great one. Had some really good moves, and God's called and been moving powerful. I'm looking forward to tonight's service too. So really, really pray and uh, come back tonight ready. Anything else before we come to close? Okay. The, the breakfast that we're planning on having, we usually have donations for that, that breakfast, and we usually give that money to some cause. So we've prayed about it quite a bit and came up with the idea that um, our youth that are in the loft out there, they, they, they just went up in that loft, and they really haven't had a whole lot done to that loft. They love it. They love their area. But on my heart, the Lord said, those kids that are such a part of our church and yeah, such, such a, I won't call them the future, they're, they're part of our church. Right they, right des they deserve to have yeah, a right. real nice Sunday school room up there. Amen. Some nice furnishings, some whatever. So all the money that we make from this breakfast, we're giving it to them to Amen. do with what they please to do with up there. But um, come be with us, have fun. I'll make as much gravy as my arm can stir. So. <laughs> Peanut butter gravy, too, yes. That ought to do it, then. <laughs> hey, anything else? Six o'clock, yep. Anything else? Glad to have everybody today. Please come back tonight and pray and pray and pray. If nothing else, we'll ask everybody to see to stand. In view of it being revival time, we're not going to have dismissal. Just go pray and come pray, and you're at liberty to go.